0: Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts, Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach, at a place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, We are going to take a look at all the different mental health facilities that have been mentioned on the show. Because not necessarily all of them are in Port Charles. Right. Sometimes
2: you got to send people away. Mm -hmm. This is going to be so fun. Like, in no way do we mean to talk down about mental health. I think everyone knows by now that we are both huge advocates for it. but. In general hospital land, anytime that something goes wrong, it has to be a mental issue and they ship you off anywhere from down the road to Paris to get your issues fixed.
0: That's actually what I just Googled real quick because I was like, I don't think that they have listed where Laura went. Oh, no? I don't think so. So okay. we we shall see. So we are doing these alphabetically just so in case anyone's like, why did they talk about those ones first? That's why. And I sang the alphabet while I was <laughs> organizing them. So you're welcome. Yeah. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten. Wow. Yeah, nice, a nice round number. I'm guys. glad that they have options, though.
2: That is yes. a really huge issue in mental health yes. is not very many options. Apparently, if you live in Port Charles, you have plenty of options for your mental health needs. Yes. Which
0: is funny since they only seem to have one psychiatrist right? in the whole town. Right. But that's why they have to send outside sometimes. Okay. So do you want to get us started on the first one? Celestial Heights Manor? I don't think I've ever heard of this one. Well, that's why we're reading these. Okay. That's why we're reading these. I'm just
2: saying it's a timeline that I should know of. Uh, In a window of time between 1993 and 2016, Susan was raped by her ex boyfriend, Agent Kyle Sloan,
0: and transported to a hospital to take a rape kit shortly thereafter. And that's Susan Hornsby. That doesn't say it in the beginning. That's literally the first sentence that she read, but it doesn't say Susan Hornsby. That's who it is. Yes. According to her
2: father, Paul, there was a mishandling of the rape kit on the part of the hospital staff members. In retaliation for this, Paul went on a killing spree, because that's all that makes sense to do, (sighs) at General Hospital targeting anyone who he held responsible for hurting Susan, including Kyle, whom Paul shot dead on September 29th,
0: 2015. I'm going to argue with that one, because he killed Sabrina, too, and she had nothing to do with it. Are you sure she wasn't the nurse? I'm almost positive. I think that she just saw him, and I think that's why. We're not going to get into this now. We will talk about this later. It is unknown
2: If this is connected to her being a survivor of rape, but Susan is suffering from a mental illness that causes her to be withdrawn from the outside world. She does not communicate using words and is extremely shy. In the fall of 2016, Paul visits Susan in room 1336 of the psychiatric clinic called Celestial Heights Manor on her birthday. When Paul brings her birthday cake, he reveals to her that he will do anything and give anything she wants, give her anything that she wants, and that he did right by her by killing everyone who hurt her. Can you imagine as a child, even as an adult child like this, Right, especially in a mental state that you're at the hospital and your parent coming to you and being like, honey, it's okay. I did right by you. I killed all these I people. I murdered everyone. Oh, my gosh. A one-sided conversation, which is overheard by Tracy Quartermain, who'd been eavesdropping on them. Paul was eventually arrested and sent to Pettenville in October, but Dylan promised his father that he would help his sister.
0: I would like to just throw in here, though, based on the four-part cartel that we just listened to. Also, We didn't listen to it. (laughs) We reported it. Yes. That... Susan was also being drugged along with Tiffany. Yes. So, so maybe that I'm thinking that might have issues. had something to do with her mental health they as well have. because mental health is just a chemical imbalance. Yes. So as Amanda mentioned, that it is a psychiatric clinic. The only place that we've seen is room 1336, and that was for Susan Hornsby, and the address is outside of Port Charles. Okay. And then we have... Arkham Asylum. That's a fun name. It is. Do you know why it's named that? No. It's kind of to throw in a little Batman. Oh, okay. It is supposedly the most secure local mental institution in the city of Port Charles. The name is a clear reference to Batman's Arkham Asylum. The notable people there are Heather Weber and Olivia Jerome, and it is in Port Charles. And the history is in August of 2016. Three months after attacking Lucas, remember him, and failing to attack Bobby at the nurse's ball, Heather Weber was revealed to have been imprisoned at Darkham Asylum. She escaped during one of her daily excursions. She also tells Franco when he visits that Hayden was Jeff's illegitimate daughter with Naomi Dreyfus, thus making her Elizabeth's sister. Then on March 23rd, 2017, in the police station, Olivia Jerome was in the interrogation room being questioned by Commissioner Jordan Ashford. Wow, she's been commissioner for a long time. She has. Five years. Remember whenever we had Mac also, though? Right, in um room because um, her kid Jordan had to go away. Yes. Yeah. Olivia is awaiting her transfer to Darkham Asylum. Jordan taunts her on how she will be there forever. There is no curing her. Jordan assures her that if she does manage to fool the doctors into releasing her, they have enough evidence to bring her up on many charges and send her to prison. In addition, she vows to find out who was helping Olivia in China all these years. Sarcastically, Olivia gave her best luck in doing so. Sunny arrives and gives a goodbye message to Olivia before she is hauled off. Olivia tries to appeal to him, and she says she knows he's done things that he regrets when in manic episodes. Ooh. She's not wrong. Nope. You know? Sunny gleefully says the second she is released from Darkham, she will be killed and the last sound she will hear is Morgan's name and she will know the killer was sent by him. Later, the guards from Darkham arrive to take Olivia away. Olivia panics and questions if the men were sent by Sunny to kill her. They drag her off as she pleads for help. We'll have to do Olivia Jerome sometime. Mm -hmm. On April 15th, 2022, Chase told Elizabeth, who has a stalker, That Heather is still in Darkham and hasn't had any visitors since 2018. Ooh, we started talking about Heather again back in April. Yeah. Not often, but right. Yeah. On October 28th, Heather is taken to General Hospital as she has a flesh-eating bacterial infection. Whatever happened to that?
2: I'm sure Finn. Don't you
0: think that it would have been contagious? Why is she going to visit Brian? Okay. I'm sure Finn gave her the right medicine. It's all good. Again, just a reference, we are recording this in December of 2022, in case you're listening to this years later. and like, well, they're dumb. What are they talking about? (laughs) Then on November 8th, while being sent back to Darkham with Anna, who is heading to Pentonville, because we do ride sharing whenever it comes to getting (laughs) (laughs) criminals back to their respective facilities. The prison transport van crashes and Heather escapes. She is caught when she stops at Kelly's for a BLT. The assistant manager, Cameron, isn't he really just the manager? Can we just promote him? Right. Calls the police and Dante arrests her. On November 11th, 2022, Cyrus tells Laura at Pentonville that he cannot protect Anna if she comes to Pentonville. Olivia Jerome can't wait to roll out the red carpet for Anna when she arrives, implying that Olivia was moved to Pentonville. Mm -hmm. Why? We don't know. On November 28th, it was revealed that Heather is rehabbing from her prison report Prison transport van crash at Spring Ridge Prison. Ferncliff. I really, I don't know. I just love the names of some of them. It sounds like it should be a spa. Okay. Ferncliff Oasis.
2: Well, now if you ever ask me to go to the spa Ferncliff with you, I'm going to say no. Okay. Ferncliff Asylum is one of the local mental institutions in the city of Port Charles. So
0: now that's two in, in the oh, here. City. Port Charles, in out, <laughs> two in. One out. There you go. Various residents of
2: Port Charles have been in Ferncliff. Yes, they have. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Psychiatrist Kevin Collins is a doctor there and occasionally visits to check (laughs) on his (laughs) patients. Oh, that's not funny. But in January 2013, Lucy Coe is treated here when she has a mental break and stabs John McBain, (laughs) thinking that he is vampire Caleb Morley. She also believes that Sam McCall is Livy. Lock Clay and Duke Lavery is vampire Joshua Temple. That was a fun crazy storyline back then. In June, th- what are you doing? In that- June 2018, Nurse Mary Pat Ingalls began to watch over some of the patients at Ferncliff and later threatened current patient Carly Corinthos's neighbor in a different room, which we later found out was Ryan. On July 13th, 2018, Carly drugged Mary Pat to break out of Ferncliff and stops her son Michael Corinthos from getting married to Nell Benson Jerome. Jason mm. Morgan and Franco Baldwin help Carly escape again when she is sent back to Ferncliff and almost is given electroshock therapy by Dr. Lasaris. In August 2018, when Nurse Mary Pat was fired from Ferncliff, she was replaced by Nurse Kay. All of the staff was also replaced and new Orderly Gordon allowed Ryan to escape his constraints. Ryan leaves Ferncliff and holds twin brother Kevin Collins there in his place. And then in February 2019, Franco is sent to Ferncliff and almost killed by Ryan, nicknamed the Cliff.
0: Okay. okay. Well, I like Ferncliff better than the Cliff. Yeah. I like that Kevin occasionally goes to work. Occasionally. And then we have Forest Hills Sanitarium. And we have a Forest Hills here. We do have a Forest Hills. And this one is located in Port Charles. Oh my gosh. In 1980, Sarah Abbott was locked up with Heather Weber in the Forest Hills Sanitarium, and they soon became friends. Sarah kept Heather's secrets and even hid her gun in the doll she always carried around. Sarah incorrectly believed that she drowned her sister oh we oh. need to research sarah <laughs> Poor sarah heather emerged from her state of delusion faked catatonia and escaped from forest hills she went to see jeff webber but discovered that he was now in love with ann logan she then returned to forest hills because you escape but you go back uh-huh. while institutionalized heather would sneak out often <laughs> on one of her excursions she ran into scott baldwin who was reeling over his pending divorce from laura webber the two shared a few drinks and had a one night stand at Kelly's diner because Kelly's does serve alcohol. Yes. Back in the day, many of people got drunk there, Yep. which resulted in San Franco, which we did not know at that time. Right. We only recently found that one out. Heather never told Scott that she was pregnant and hit her pregnancy. Heather loves doing that.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: once her son was born, she sold him to nurse Betsy Frank. Again, something that, I mean, uh,
2: if you have to have one and you're not going to give it the proper life, then she wants to make a couple bucks off of it. No. And that is why she's in the mental institution. Yes. <laughs> because she thinks that's an okay statement.
0: Once her son was born, she sold him to nurse Betsy Frank, but continued to admire him from afar. Months later, she was officially released. In 1981, Heather faked hysteria and convinced Jeff's brother and sister-in-law, Rick and Leslie, to send her back to Forest Hills. From there, Heather set her plan in motion to kill Diana Taylor and frame Anne for the murder. Ooh. I know that we just did Heather, but we seriously need to do like an actual Yeah, deep dive. Because uh, her crazy is just That write up was not No. No. And there's nothing really else to say about it. Like no fun nickname, nothing.
2: The Freedman Clinic is one of the psychiatric clinics in the city of Port Charles for in two thousand nope. In 2016, Morgan Corinthos went off his bipolar meds, had a breakdown, stole a gun, and shot at drug dealers. In March, his parents had him committed to Friedman Clinic for treatment in order to get the help he needs and to avoid prison time. I wonder if they're each... It wouldn't make sense based on this, but I wonder if the idea is for each of them to be one specialty. Oh, well, I mean, that would make sense. That would make sense. Yeah, Yeah, I know they're not, but I just mean, like... Right. That's why, why does one get sent to said this right. one is because it's all about bipolar. That makes sense. Right. On April twenty seventh, Christina Corinthos Davis bumps into Aaron Rowland at the Freedman Clinic. He pretended to be a patient so he could continue to talk to her for longer. She eventually finds out he is there visiting a relative too. Christina was there visiting her brother Morgan Corinthos. She gives Morgan some happy music to listen to, and he lets her know that Aaron was flirting with her. In May, Sonny Corinthos, Michael Quartermain, and Morgan, he was given a day pass from Friedman, arrive at the nurse's ball late. After witnessing Kiki Jerome and Dylan Quartermain kissing, Morgan decides to go back to Friedman and his parents decide to take him so they never returned to the ball. In June, Morgan was released from Friedman and is put on a strict prescription schedule and has outpatient therapy with Dr. Andre Maddox. Hmm. see that makes me happy yeah they they like followed what to do he got on a regimen andre was helping him out
0: darn ava appropriately got a day pass right no No sneaking out, out no yes bribing people exactly yes
2: darn ava switching out those pills
0: then we have the miscavige institute it is the miscavige institute for the criminally insane is one of the local mental institutions in the city of Fort Charles. Oh That's gosh! fine. Whoop, whoop. In 2014, Luke finds Carly tied up in the quartermain boathouse, but before he can rescue her, Heather has her goons knock him out. Luke is later seen dressed in a wig at Miscavige to make him look like Heather Weber from behind. There's a height difference there. Just a little. On February 11th, Scott found him in a padded cell. While Scott and Luke are imprisoned in Miscavige, Quote, Evil Luke (laughs) takes the opportunity to switch places with his alternate personality, Luke. On February 20th, 2014, Anna rescues Evil Luke and Scott. On May 29th, it was revealed that the real Luke is still being held at Miscavige. Evil Luke and Luke Julian frame Rick Lansing as head of the Jerome mob family, and he leaves town to enjoy his honeymoon. (laughs) Okay. In November 2014, Luke finally broke free of his straitjacket and opened the door to his cell. I feel like you shouldn't have to be able to open that from the inside. Uh Uh-uh. Only to be stopped by the imposter and forced back into his cell. While, While Luke was barely conscious, Helena appeared to him. Luke thought he was hallucinating, but Helena proved that she was very much real to Luke's horror. Luckily, Alexis and Julian arrived and freed Luke shortly after Helena left. Luke was reunited With his loved ones on Thanksgiving. Aww. On February 6, 2015, it was revealed that Luke was (laughs) Faluke all along, because that's fake Luke, Faluke. And Luke was just a hallucination. And there's nothing
2: else. No fun name for that one. Nope. You'll see that one I'd call like the cabbage or something. Cabbage
0: patch.
2: Pine Circle Sanitarium was a local mental institution in the city of Fort Charles. And that was, that's a was. Was.
0: So, right.
2: pass. So, so, that makes sense then. Like, if someone closed down, if they would say these all, like, condensed into two. Right. That would make sense. But, or
0: did they change ownership? And right. so, now, one has become.
2: Right. That would make sense. hmm In 1979, Heather Weber began her next scheme attempting to drive Diana Taylor insane in hopes of gaining custody of her son. Due to Heather's manipulation, Diana grows even more desperate on Heather to help with PJ. Heather later purchased LSD and put it in Diana's drinking glass. However, little PJ mixes up the glasses and Heather unknowingly drinks the drug. When Heather begins hallucinating, Jeff was forced to have her committed to Pine Circle Sanitarium in June of 1979. With Heather away, Alice came to see her daughter's manipulations, and Diana realized she'd lose PJ if she didn't marry Jeff. In 1988, Olivia Jerome, having suffered a brain injury in a shooting, was sent to Pine Circle. And then Duke Lavery testifies against Victor Jerome, hoping to finally put him in jail. And Anna Devane has Olivia temporarily released to get a confession out of her. With Duke's testimony and Olivia's confession, Victor was sent to prison. Victor then makes a prison break to see Lucy Coe, whom he was infatuated with.
0: Poor Lucy. She gets all the crazy people, too. I know. Her she even just said, well, "Should like the, no, different Victor. Don't worry. It's a different Victor. Remember? Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. Her and Maxley
2: should like have some coffee over the yes! crazy. When she rejected him, he swallowed a pendant he had engraved for her, choking on it, and died. Lucy went to Alan Quartermain for help and they dumped his body in the lake. Yeah. We talked about that too with all the Alan stuff. Mm-hmm. In 1990, after Victor's death, Julian Jerome took over the organization. He then made a plan to kill Duke and neutralize his sister once and for all by framing her for the murder. Julian kidnapped Olivia, who had already escaped from Pine Circle. Nickname Pine Circle. That's not
0: really a nickname. No, it's just shortened, (laughs) Just taking the sanitarium off. Yes. And then we have Port Charles County. This I know I've never heard of. It's the Port Charles County Secure Psychiatric Facility. It's one of the local mental health institutions in the city of Port Charles. (laughs) Various residents of Port Charles have been in Port Charles County. On January 7th, 2021, while at GH, Ryan Chamberlain had locked in syndrome after being stabbed in the back in prison and is sent to Port Charles County to recover. On February 25th, Ryan was sent back to GH because he had bed sores. An envelope addressed to S. Cassadine at École International de Châtel, in France, from Ryan, at Port Charles County, was seen in Ryan's hospital room. They never revisited that. No. Rem- yeah, that got dropped. That did get dropped. Did it? That did. I think it got dropped. But do you think that that was... That was Esme. Esme writing yes. to him? That's right. Okay, so it's not actually... We talked about this because I remember that picture.
2: I remember that picture too, but I thought we were saying that Spencer had written to him. I don't think we knew that it would have then been Esme instead.
0: I don't know. This is crazy. This blows my mind because I mean okay. it literally just happened a year, almost two years ago. But two like, years ago, yeah, yeah. But then also in 2021, on July 23rd, Ryan was revealed to be at Spring Ridge, and he is the only known patient to have been there. The it's address a special is special psych unit just for him. Five hundred Highway Ten, Port Charles, New York. One, six, five, four, three. And yes, I did just sing "Scruff McGroff, Chicago, Illinois. Six oh six five two. I have no idea. How do you not know Scruff McGroff's address? I'm very sorry. Did you at least know Chicago, Illinois? Yes. Okay.
2: But I don't know the, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. <laughs> Rose Lawn Sanitarium was a major mental institution in the city of Port Charles. Sunny began to sleep with FBI agent Reese Marshall. Carly discovers that Reese is her supposedly dead best friend, Charlotte Carly Roberts, whose identity Carly stole upon her arrival in 1996. Carly suffers a nervous breakdown, leading her to marry Lorenzo Alcazar. On October 4th, 2005, Carly was sent to Roselawn where she was repeatedly stalked by a psychotic killer named Manny Ruiz, who was after Sonny Corinthos. Manny cause Manny causes numerous problems for the Corinthos family, leading Carly to pull herself together. And she is released in January, 2006 and its nickname was just Roselawn. I don't like the way that they say that though, that Carly pulled herself together. Right. Because
1: she you did, did the
2: work, actual mental issue. You don't just wake up and be like, no, I'm not going to be sick anymore. And it go away. Right. No, she did,
0: did the, the work. work. <laughs> and finally, I feel you know what this alphabet thing worked out great because it left the most, at least in my opinion, the most popular one for last. Yes, Shady Brook Sanitarium. It is a mental health care facility located on the outskirts. Oh, okay. Why did I totally think that Shady Brook was in Port Charles? Because <laughs> they okay, obviously need on the another one. It's on the outskirts. It's on the same road as Lookout Point. It has housed many patients, including Connie Falconeri, Carly Corinthos, Ava Jerome. Tracy Quartermain, Laura Weber, and her daughter, Lulu Spencer. Okay, wait. <laughs> Lookout point to me is a makeout, place That's what I
2: was just thinking, yeah. So you're a teenager making out with your boyfriend in the car, and all of a sudden this crazy person comes pounding on the car or
0: whatever. Like, why have we not done this storyline? It's like a thriller movie. It's like the Zodiac. There you go. Why do I keep, like, relating the Zodiac to everything on General Hospital? I don't know. I don't know either. They're doing it. They're the ones doing it. But that would be a good, that would have been a good Maybe story one of the General Hospital writers it. knows who the Zodiac is, and they are just giving us hints. Oh, okay. This is the perfect conversation, and everyone's <laughs> going to be like, why is Shannon not seeking this kind of help? <laughs> and this is the part of the show where you decide which institute we belong in. <gasps> we should make a quiz! <laughs> But yeah, we're not going to go into Luke Out Point right now, but you're absolutely right. That's what I would think of as well. I would be scared to go there to make out. I'm like, yeah. no, it's right next to the crazy place. We'll do a thing on that later. <laughs> so in 2002, Laura, wow, it's only been 20 years. Okay. Laura Spencer was committed to Shady Brook because she thought that she had killed Rick Webber after hitting him with a candlestick. Shady Brook becomes the permanent home to her after her mental breakdown and she slips into catatonia. In 2006, Laura temporarily awakes and shares a tearful reunion with her family before slipping back into catatonia. Later in 2008, Laura wakes for good and moves to Paris after spending almost seven years in Shady Brook. Hmm. It was that long. And again, that's when I was having babies and raising toddlers. So seven years yeah. went pretty darn quick. In 2005, Carly Corinthos became jealous and obsessed with Reese Marshall's role in Sonny and Michael Corinthos's life. Soon, she had a complete breakdown and ends up being institutionalized after remembering Reese's true identity from when she was a teen. Didn't they just say she was just in the last one for that? Yeah. Oh, dear. She later stands on the building's ledge and threatening to jump after hearing Sonny tell Jason Morgan that her life is over, Carly, Carly later recovers and escapes months after. In 2008, Lulu Spencer is sent to Shady Brook due to the accidental stabbing and murder of Logan Hayes. FYI, Scott's son, Johnny Sakara then tries to take the fall for his then-girlfriend Lulu Spencer and is arrested. Maxie Jones and Damian Spinelli later attempt to break Lulu out, but eventually she is released after the recovery of her mother, Laura Spencer. Lisa Niles is taken to Shady Brook in September of 2010. After holding a gun on Robin and Patrick Drake, and later turning it on herself, after less than a week there, she returns to work at General Hospital. <laughs> after a week, wow! I'm not. No, nope. I. I don't feel like a week is, enough, is time enough to do the work. No. After holding a gun on someone and trying to turn it on yourself, yeah. And remember, Robin and Patrick worked at the hospital, right? So those two things were together, right? Okay. Elizabeth Weber was committed to Shady Brook in 2010 after having an affair with Nicholas Cassadine. Remember, we are now lying about Liz being pregnant with Nicholas's baby and they never even did anything this time. And it sent her down a dark path. She later checked herself into Shady Brook in 2011, hoping that Lucky Spencer would come back to her out of sympathy. In May of 2012, Kate Howard was checked into Shady Brook to seek treatment for dissociative identity disorder. Her alternate personality, Connie, wreaked havoc in Sonny and Kate's lives until Kate was arrested and later committed. After Kate was interrogated in 2013, she chose to use her birth name, Connie Falconeri. In 2015, Heather Weber took residence at Shady Brook, where she befriended, where she befriended Nina Reeves. Heather planned to enact revenge on her son, Franco Baldwin, through Nina and attempted to inject her with LSD. However, Franco arrived in time to prevent that from happening. In August of 2015, Nina checked herself into Shady Brook and, quote, befriended a catatonic, catatonic patient whom she called Heidi. Nina was later removed from the facility when she was arrested for Silas Clay's murder. On November 1st, 2019, Ava Jerome checked herself into Shady Brook with Laura and Julian's help after having a mental breakdown caused by alcohol and Nicholas's return. That's when she and Laura, yeah, like started their friendship mutual acceptance of each other on march 1st 2021 franco baldwin plans to check himself into shady brook after almost attacking his stepson cameron due to the effects of his reemerged brain tumor he spends the night in a metro court suite and plans to head to shady brook the next day but instead he discovers peter august was behind drew's kidnapping franco knocks out peter and holds him hostage at his art studio and loft on March 9th, Franco is shot and killed after struggling with Peter for a gun, so he never makes it to Shady Brook. I forgot that
1: is yeah. why.
0: Oh, can we just give Cam more credit now? Right? Wow. And then in 2022, Elizabeth spent several months in Shady Brook after going into a huge state several times and losing her memory during those times. And just a few other notable people other than who we already talked about, well, there's really only one, is Lainey Winters, and she was a former psychiatrist. Oh, I love Lainey. Yeah. So that, in a nutshell, is all the mental health facilities. It's good to know you don't even have to leave your own town to have six different options. There's eight in, one on the outskirts, and one outside. But didn't two of those say were... Oh, yeah. So two of them might be shut down. So so at least six. See, so I shut down all the pages as we went (laughs) through them. I'm not reopening them to see if it was or is. No, I'm pretty sure two said was. So let's go with seven options, but then the one outside and then the one on the outskirts. It did not mention the facility that Laura went to in Paris. No. So... There's that one, but I feel, I feel like that's kind of fair not to give it to us as an option because most people can't afford that because this is a real thing we're talking about. I want whatever health care Laura has. Apparently, I need to become mayor. Yes. Okay. You might have good medical coverage with that. Okay. Yeah.
2: We'll work on that for So which next one, year. Which one was your favorite? <laughs> I think I want to go to Darkham just because I like the name. Yeah. But a lot of people have been in Ferncliff. That is true. So I don't know if I want to go where I might see more people that I know, or
0: if I want to go to the. Do one you want with to go where everybody name. knows your name? That's right, that's and right. they're always glad you came. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Cheers. We're talking about <sighs> which one would you like to go to? Probably Shady Brook. People don't tend to wind up going back there too much. Do oh, they? okay. Do that's they? That's a good point. Quality of care and getting you to where you need to be. Yeah. Okay.
2: Very valid.
0: Do they? Although, like, now that I'm thinking through it, I don't know if anyone... We should just ask Heather Weber which one's her favorite, because I'm pretty sure she has been to all of them. Yes. Whichever
2: one serves the closest
0: to a Kelly's BLT is going to be her answer.
2: Ding, ding, ding. So there you go. Yes. The many options of mental facilities in Port Charles.
0: (laughs) I love the random subjects that we can really come up with we spend 12 weeks on one character and then we're like let's talk about 10 different facilities i was waiting for you to say and listen to us next week as we find out who will be the next person to get committed (laughs) i can say that well you just did (laughs) and we'll also be recapping this week's shows have a good weekend and merry christmas oh my gosh yes merry Christmas! we forgot to say that on the recap oh sorry that's okay yeah all right and we'll see you at the beer. bye bye